Welcome to another week of FIFA Dads. I am your host and starting right mid, Liam the Skiller McGowan. We have tonight, starting at striker, 5 feet 4 inches, 119 pounds, is Matteo, finesse shot only, Rocco. We have starting at Cam, 5 feet 6 inches, 99 pounds, is Allen, I swear I pressed X proper. Next, we have our starting left wing, at 5 feet 10 inches, 125 pounds, Abdul, no one sees me open, Saleh. And finally, our trustworthy starting center mid, at 6 feet 2 inches, 154 pounds, John Gearson only, Brito. John, please tell me, what do we have in store for tonight? All right, welcome, welcome. Uh, let's get it started with Bundesliga. Um, so some fun games, I guess, happened. You had Stuttgart beat Colm, which is good for them. Stuttgart, um, they're in a mid-place team. They're mid-place right now. They're actually not that far from Dortmund. So, I mean, if they can pull some wins out, a relegation team from Last year can is actually striving and pushing this year, which is good to see. Montenglapak lost again to Mines, who is in the relegation battle right now, actually. They're in 17 with 17 points. So that win helped them a lot. The big upset was Frankfurt beat Bayern Munich 2-1, um, which is quite a surprise. It hurt Bayern a lot because Leipzig won the day before. Um, or no, Leipzig won the day after against Hertha 3-0. So the title race was five, and now it's two. So it's becoming a lot closer. They're slipping a little bit. Dortmund won against Schalke 4-0. I mean, that's no surprise. Schalke is horrible this year. So good for Dortmund to actually pull through. And Schalke is 1-15. Yeah. Yep. Wow. They have those nine nine fun points. And then the next team is Mines with 17, so they're very close. Um, Hoffenheim wow. won 4-0, so that Cunha is going to get their upgrade in 12 years. I'm joking. <laughs> they're never going to get one. Um, Leverkusen tied Osberg, which is surprising, even though Leverkusen clearly isn't playing well. Um, and then Armenia lost to Wolfsburg 3-0, so the how it's looking right now is Bayern has 49 Leipzig with 47, Wolfsburg with 42, Frankfurt with 42, Leverkusen with 36, Dortmund with 37, with 36, Leverkusen with 37, apologies, and then you have Armenia with 18 points, Mainz with 17, and then Schalke with 9. So, some fun, I think there's some good games this weekend as well for them. You have, yeah, you have Leipzig play Montagladbach this weekend, and, um, Union Berlin, who's been struggling, is playing Hoffenheim, and Wolfsburg plays Hertha. Stuttgart played Schalke. So, should be wins for the big teams, but, I mean, with how games are going recently, I can't predict what's going what's gonna to happen. How's, um, how's Wolfsburg doing? They're, they're third, they're right? third, yeah. They have 42 points. They're, they're hanging My out. My guy, John Anthony Brooks, clean sheet. I want to see him for the U.S. national team. I want to see him perform as as, as at the level I think he he can achieve. He can do, yeah. I like John Anthony Brooks. I've always liked him. It's really Roussillon who's been carrying that back line, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. Who who else, you know? Who I mean, else? Yeah, uh huh. Um, I mean, Mbabu, of course, you know. Sweatiest, definitely not Mbabu, though. Sweatiest FIFA and, card. And definitely not Brooks. Right backs FIFA card of the world. But no, yeah, they have a like mediocre team, but they're doing really well with. They're working really well with each other. Their managers holding t- holding it down and keeping it together, which is good for them. All right, let's move in to the um, what is it? The uh, Premier League, Alan. If you want to run it, since Monsieur Allen has class and. 30 minutes, so if you would just want to run through that. Everybody give a round of okay. applause at home for Alan. <laughs> Made it to the podcast, has class. Two classes. I got out to go into another one. What a what a dedicated man. Please, Alan, go ahead. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Are we doing prem today? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay, Europa League, Man U won, Leicester knocked out because they suck. They really Arsenal did. went. That was crazy. Yeah, they, they were really bad. I don't know what happened because they play way better in the prem against better competition than Slavia Praha. That's what but, I'm saying. 
Whatever. Uh, Arsenal's through, and then who am I forgetting? Tottenham went oh, through Tottenham, yesterday. Tottenham went through yesterday. Yeah, yeah they, they were good. Um, close game for Tottenham, though, no? Yeah, very. 8-1 aggregate, yeah, pretty close. 8-1, <laughs> that's a close game. That's what very I'm Barcelona-Bayern-esque in like five years ago when they played in the Champions League. Or actually Barcelona and Bayern last year when Bayern beat the crap out of them. Um, in the Prem, like I said, it's been getting pretty boring. Uh, Man U won, uh, Leicester won, so they stayed second and third, respectively. Man City won as well. So... Or again, uh, West Ham continued to win with a Lynn Gardino winner last night. I mean, last weekend. That was great. Nice to great see. Great young talent. Yeah, I mean, Delo plays well when he leaves, you know. Uh, Lingard <laughs> plays when he leaves. I mean, there's just nonstop quality when we send people out, I guess. Um, yeah, uh, Man City hammered whoever they played against. It doesn't even matter anymore. Um, and that's it. Oh, Fulham. Fulham, Fulham got a win. They're, they're back on the hunt. They're three points behind Brighton, Hope, and Albion. For Alan's favorite. Yep. For 17th place. One day I'll take over that club. If not Man U first, but we'll see. Chelsea, um, Chelsea, maybe ties, Chelsea tied Southampton. One yeah, yeah, Alan, we need you to talk your smack about Chelsea. James Campbell is listening. Well, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea plays Man U this weekend, and um, we're going to see if they, uh, they play that, you know, Park the bus and pray to God that nobody scores. Uh, they, had a, they had a really good result I mean, against Atletico. During, on yeah, Wednesday. I was going to say. And uh, by the way, I know that Mateo, John, and I have discussed this at length. I'm telling you that Giroud is playing his way into a freaking icon card. Not that he deserves it. <laughs> I am full. No, Giroud is an icon. You cannot take that away. Okay. From oh, me. sure, sure. Okay. Now that the cameras are on. I don't want to. What? I have always said. <laughs> no, no. Don't get this. Now, don't get it twisted. That, Anyway, and for, he scored a golazo to go up 1-0, but we'll see what happens. I'd let it go if they choose not to park the bus. They do have enough quality to win, but we'll yeah. see what happens. My, my favorite saying about Giroud, if you only show people his highlight reel, oh, he's the greatest he player of all like time. The, yes, better <laughs> yeah, than Pele. Yep. He's the greatest That man has scored so many bangers. It is, But here's the thing. Just statistically, not even just off that, like he's going to probably be the leading goal scorer in France's history. He I has can't. a ton of goals for the Prem, and he has won almost everything except the Champions League, but maybe this year is the year with Thomas Tuchel and his Golasos. I mean, See, who knows? You, you mistook me for Abdul, who tries to say Benzema is better than Giroud. We all know <laughs> Giroud <laughs> is the king of France. That's a fact. I've always well, liked Giroud. I've always thought he's a quality player. No, I know. I, 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 I saw something all, after all his kidding goal. Aside, I saw something after his goal. It was, he was, they were like, if you just show a compilation... Giroud shows his grandchildren a compilation of all of his goals. He'll just oh, like his kids will be like his, he'll be like his he's grandkids the best will go the to their world. graves saying that their grandfather was the greatest player in the history of that league. I mean, all kidding aside, though, like he literally has the stats now. If he takes over the France's goal scoring record, like he literally has the stats again. I mean, plus, plus, you you win that Euro too this year. I'm not that, kidding. Like I'm cement, dead serious. That shit, like, that shit cemented. He's in there. He's, he's there it's for good. Fu- it's super funny, but like I'm dead serious that they could get in. Oh, oh and yeah. also there was a controversy actually. Uh, Aston Villa. So the t- the training grounds leaked that Jack Grealish was not going to play in the game this weekend against Leicester. Mm-hmm. And also uh, a lot of the players play like fantasy football leagues for the Premier League. Four of his teammates took him out of their starting lineup right before kickoff. And everybody realized, wait a minute, if four of these dudes are just taking out their star <laughs> player for no reason at all, um, they must not be playing. So now Aston Villa has banned all Aston Villa players from using that application. Um, we... Every single Premier League manager and their mother has commented on it and talked about how bad it was. Uh, and yeah, Jack, it wasn't a serious injury, so it's not a big deal. But like, it's almost like inside. It's like insider trading yeah, for to like fantasy help, football. Yeah. Like you can't do that. Yep. So yeah. Um. But yeah, that's about it. And then the oh, also, Man City beat Arsenal this weekend. Yeah, the it was other, a tough game actually. Yeah, it was a yeah sad. But I mean, I wasn't surprised. The other oh. non-surprising result is obviously Everton destroying Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool yeah. Continuously <laughs> crashing down a nice wave. Could, which is yeah, they've fallen to six. Yeah. They've fallen to six, and they're tied with Everton on points. Yep, and Everton has a they're game They're now five points away from top four, yeah. and they haven't won a game in, like, nine months. I mean, this is bad. Yeah, they're not They're not looking good. I mean, I don't know how they pulled, they, they pulled it out against Leipzig because Leipzig decided to 
forget how to play defense completely and not score. So we'll see if they can change that. But, I mean, this weekend they play Sheffield. If they don't beat Sheffield, there's some eyebrows that are definitely going to be freaking you, raised there. Because Sheffield beat Man U, though, so I don't know what's going to happen. That's Maybe what I'm Sheffield saying. Pulls if out if a Sheffield win. pulls out a win and they continue and to fall won. down the rabbit hole, because they played Chelsea, Fulham, Leipzig, Wolves, Arsenal, Aston Villa, Leeds. Ooh, they lost a, they lost a Fulham. That's bad. They so, have won three of their last six, though. I mean, that's not horrible. I mean, for a team that has three wins all year, to win three of your last six in all <laughs> competitions ain't that bad. No, especially against a team that's struggling so much as well. Like, they could definitely pull it out, and they could definitely do something with that. So I think Liverpool could struggle here, especially they're playing away from home too. So we'll yeah, see how they do. Definitely. And in slightly other weird news, uh, Southampton's been in horrible form lately. Yeah. They were top five for a while, top six. They've fallen all the way to 14th now on 30 points. Yeah. And they're actually only eight points clear of the relegation zone now. Yeah, they're, And they're Fulham, I mean, Fulham makes up ground. They yeah. might win a couple here and there. Yeah, they play Ever they play Everton this Monday, so we'll see how they do there. Didn't um, you beat Southampton like ten nil at the beginning of this month or something? No. Not nine, nine nothing. Nine God, yeah. come on, man, get it right. I know. Oh my bad. That's a massive difference. <laughs> they also had two it tied it tied the all time record for a Premier League beatdown with a uh, actually funny enough it happened to Southampton two years ago to Leicester beating them nine nil. Yep. Um, you better not let that get into a, like a once a season thing. <laughs> once a season thing? No, that coach and that entire team would be fired so fast. Man, Man you know City what's funny? Play West Ham this weekend too, so that should be a good game to watch. Even though it's Man, you play West Ham? Yeah, Man City. Sorry, Man City. Oh, oh they play oh. at the crack of dawn, so that's. Oh yeah, we'll see. Arsenal play Leicester at the crack of dawn as well, so that's going to be exciting. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know why there's so many. Man, you has games. a tough schedule. Yeah, so is our forward. We play Chelsea, then we play Crystal Palace. That we better win. Then we play City, which is a toughie. Then well, I bet money it's a park the bus zero zero draw again, but we'll see. Uh, and then we play West Ham. Then we play Leicester. That's no, tough. I don't. I don't see it being a park the bus zero zero. You guys are going to want to go for the title. I don't Man, think so. I think Man <laughs> that's City, not how we do it. Man City will sit back and enjoy it. Meanwhile, you no, guys I think are the opposite. We we counter. We give them possession. If you watch the the last game we played against it, it was awful to watch. We just sat back and waited oh, for I a know. counter. It was every one of the worst games I've minutes. ever watched in my life. It was so yeah. boring. Which sucks because last year we played them four times. We won three of the games, and they were all pretty entertaining games. Yeah, no, agreed. So they got to they got to step it up this year. They got to stop being boring. They're gonna win the, the league, though. Who cares anymore? Anyway, on to the Europa League and FA Cup. But well, yeah, no, we bring uh, that's on, it for the front. Yeah, I mean, bring on Liam's Syria. How did uh? How did, did the uh, low play? So uh, me, me, Milan do this weekend? Milan are no longer first place. I'm just gonna have to just no, we're say near it. First place. Sorry, let's just, let's just whoa, 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 whoa. We're on second. Okay, four points okay. away. So Milan lost this weekend. We lost in the big derby. We lost to Inter. It's really annoying. Nothing I can do about it. We got outclassed. We got outplayed. I mean, Lukaku put on a really, really great showing. People didn't show up. We lost. Got to get it back. We play third place Roma this weekend. That has to be a win if we want to keep up title aspirations. But at this point, I'm not that bothered with the title. I really want Champions League football next season. That's really, really what I want. Um, Atalanta beat Napoli. Napoli really are on a... I said they were on a downward spiral spiral last podcast, but now they, it just keeps going. They lost in the... Tuso gets fired in the next 72 hours. That's my guess. It's not a bad guess. Because um, they lost again today. They're out. The yeah, Europa they're out of the Europa League as well. So now they only have Syria, and they are in... Seventh place in the Serie A with forty points. Yeah, they're so, four points off of Champions League. So if they yeah. want to get close to that, they have to change something. They have to start winning. Um, Juve won. Ronaldo scored a great goal. I'm sure Abdul will be very happy about that. Um, Benevento, Filippo Inzaghi is the coach of Benevento. Filippo Inzaghi is a legendary Milan striker. They drew nil nil with Roma, which is great for us. Gives them a point each. Benevento were down a man too. So, you know, it was a tough game. Thank you very much, Zaghi and Benevento. Sassuolo, Sassuolo and Bologna won one. 
That was a very interesting game. It started out really quick. Soriano got a goal, and then it, it kind of seemed like Bologna were dominating. I like Bologna. I love uh, their coach as well, Sinisa Mihailovic. He was an ex-Milan coach. Uh, they got the 1-1 draw there. Genoa, Verona, another draw. Parma, Udinese, another draw. 2-2 each in those games. Those are kind of the those are the games you'd think would be draws. Those are two teams they really want to battle out for that mid table, possibly even Europa League spot. Fiorentina, uh, Spezia, even though they beat us before Inter, they lost to Fiorentina three 0 You know, I don't Spezia were on, I thought Spezia could actually pull something off against Fiorentina, as they have done this season against teams like Fiorentina, Milan, Roma, but nah, Fiorentina took care of them. Torino out of that basement. They're on the fly. Yeah, but, you know, Torino won 1 0 against Cagliari. I'm, I'm still not convinced by Torino. I feel like they should be at least top 10. You know, you've got Sampdoria ahead of Torino, Verona ahead of Torino. And when you look at the star power on Torino, they've got arguably the starting striker for Italy, arguably Andrea Bellotti. Don't know about that one. Arguably, it's arguable. <laughs> Come on, they have Simone John's Zaza. Come on, says we, it all. We, that was we, not, we all know oh, Balotelli's no, no, no. that Andrea Bolo- striker. Oh, Andrea no, Bellotti no, no. is a good player. Andrea Bellotti is having a bad season, but he's a, a good mid- player. No, no, no. Here's here's what he is. And who would he's you put ahead of Bellotti? Immobile? Yeah, of course. Immobile. I play Insigne and Immobile. Immobile for the Italian. Any real Italian striker, in my opinion, except for Balotelli. Does not show up for the Italian national team. Moises Don't know Keen. why. Moises yeah, Keen. Okay, doesn't show up. Moise Keane might be next. Moise Keane, yeah. he's got to get you a shot. You think Belotti's going to show up? Like what? He could. He could. I mean, he's he was captain of Torino. He Yo, knows Donnarumma how to lead the team. Midfield, but that doesn't mean he will. Oh, Donnarumma. Thank God for Donnarumma. Birthday today. Happy birthday, Donnarumma. Fantastic save today in the Europa League. Kept Milan in it. Pathetic performance from Milan today in the Europa League, but we're through. We're in the round of 16 to get cooked up by Tottenham or Arsenal, whoever we're going to get. <sighs> Ronaldo is the top goal scorer of the Serie A. I think he's got 16 goals now. I think he's two ahead of everybody, or he's he tied has, with he Lukaku 18. on 16. He has 18. He has Lukaku. 18. Lukaku has 17. Muriel has 14. Nice. And Ibra's got 14 as well. And Immobile has 14. So Damn, good for Muriel. Yeah, Muriel's yeah, great season. Yep, very good season for him. Super sub. He's the definition of super sub right now in the Serie A. Was he Sevilla before Atalanta? He was. Where's he from? I he's think from he a was. Few, he's, he's from a few major clubs, I think. Yeah. Like he's not a nobody. When he came to Atalanta, he, he had a pedigree. I agree. No, Muriel's he, always been a good card. No, yeah, he he the pace, pace, mm-hmm. <laughs> the pace merchant. Always well, his FIFA player. card has always been good, but that's because he has 97 pace. Yeah, he, he was always a pretty quality striker, though. Too. He, play, he played in Sampdoria for a while, and then back. I know he played at Fiorentina as well. Udinese, Fiorentina, Sevilla. He, he did play at Sevilla. Okay, yeah, okay, Sevilla that's where I remember him from. Yeah. So he's actually been card. around uh, the city a lot. Udinese as well. Udinese, yep. Lecce as well. Granada. Yep. Yep. He's been only in two places, Spain and Italy, and he's been all over the place in both. Yep, literally. <laughs> Bounced every Deportivo Cali, Granada, Sevilla, and then five teams in Italy. <laughs> Colombians <laughs> have really good strikers. Carlos Baca, Muriel. There was even – I remember uh, – you guys remember Jackson Martinez? Don't know where was he Baca went. Was Baca that good or was he FIFA, like a FIFA 13 or 14 legend. Yeah, Jackson so Martinez, right? Jackson Martinez Bro, where did he go though? He was supposed oh, to come he, to Milan, didn't come to Milan. He went to like China at one point, and then like his career just fell off. I think. Falcao I don't know where well. he's at now. Poor guy. Like Alexander Pato. Pato is Brazilian. City. No, I know, but I'm saying Falcao, obviously. Falcao. Yeah, he's picking up the Kaká mm-hmm. mantle. Um, Yo, he's. I, I want to see how he's going to do in the MLS because he's not. Watch good. him play like garbage. I hope he does good, but he's not good. Who's in the MLS now? Well, he was Otto. good. Otto joined Orlando was, City. Was, oh, that's right. He, he was good. I'm just saying, re- recently, his past two oh. seasons in the Brazilian League have been woeful. Woeful. I don't know what happened to him. Injuries. Injuries lost his yeah. confidence. You think? I think it's. I thought it was more confidence than anything else. Like, he wasn't even doing it for, like, trash. Trash. He, so, in, in, in China, he was sucking. Players like Pato, the problem is, like, he's way more reliant, or he was very reliant on his speed. Yeah, right. His technical ability only only takes you so far. Um, you know, players like Messi are good enough technically that when they start losing their speed, they can compensate. Pato could never compensate. 
But also, Bato got those injuries, bro. That's the yeah, no, no. But I'm saying that's what killed his speed as quickly as it did because he's still. I think he just turned 30. Like he's not supposed to have slowed down to the point that he did Mm. um, so quickly. But his knee. Yeah, he was a he was a a god at Milan, Alexandro Pato. I don't know why, but for some reason, he reminds me now of where Cutrone's career is going. Like he had a really good year at Milan, and then I don't know where. Pato was a better player than Cutrone, but I'm saying yeah. they're completely different players, though. I guess, I, guess, I know what you mean no, no, by career trajectory. For Milan, who had like these shining star moments, like where everybody thought they were like amazing world class talents, and then well, Cutrone fell off a truck. Milan, well, Milan he... sold Cutrone. I don't know why they did that. Think, I also don't think I don't remember him ever being considered some kind of world talent. Like he was a solid young player. No, no, no. Got he a was really goals. good that first year he was at Milan. That year he got that future stars card, bro. He, he had a good season for him. He did. Him and he was saved to you. Him and um, I forget who else it was. Iguain, but he had like fifteen. I think he, he had like played 15. way better than Iguain that season. Iguain left, and Catrone took up the striker spot that season that Alan's talking about. Yeah, and after that, Iguain like, nothing, bombed he, out. He was at Milan for another year, but never played. And then they sold him to Wolves. I forget who Milan bought. You guys bought somebody and just took over Catrone's spot. So you guys said um, Cudroni was... Uh, I think was, that was probably Piatek at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Piatek because you guys bought him from uh, Genoa. But yeah, Another you know, mistake. He scored, scored, scored 10 goals that season. That was bad. That, for a, that for was like an 18-year-old kid, that's not bad, John. That's yeah, good. no, it is good, but I wouldn't call it. Bad, I, bad I, my point is they there, both man. had these big moments for Milan. And then True, good, good point, good point, good point, good point, good point. The only difference I'd say is... the side of a bus. But the only difference I'd say is Pato. So. Yeah, Pato had the injuries. Cotrone had no injuries, so... Yeah, Cotrone could be a number of things. He got injured at Wolves, but he did, he did suck at Wolves first. Like, he was bad. He's bad at Wolves. No, no defending him at all. He, he, he's a striker that needs to be in a team... Uh, I don't want to call him a luxury striker, but, like, he's, he always needs to be in the box, and he needs a service. He's not great yeah, at yeah. for you. He's a big guy. He works hard, though, Cotrone. He works really hard. He's not. He's not going to. He's not been good at Fiorentina. His career might be over, though, honestly, because like he hasn't done it anywhere else. He'll go to the MLS, play for the Red Bulls. You know. <laughs> oh sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. He'll have forty-five goals. <laughs> He'll pick up Bradley Wright. You know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's uh. Let's run the 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 League of Un. Lille are my favorite team. That's all I got to say. Goodbye, Lille. <laughs> Renato Trashes. <laughs> No, so I, the reason I said I, – I told Mateo today that Lille is my favorite team because uh, they loaned this midfielder, Thiago Maia. He's Brazilian. Barely played for them. Loaned him to Flamengo. Dude is a monster in our shitty league. So <laughs> they, extend, they, they agreed to extend his loan for another year. I'm really excited about it because they totally could have been like, screw you guys. Like pay $15 million or we're taking him back. But they were nice. They extended the loan. I'm happy about it. There's an option to buy in January of next year. I don't know for how much, but we'll see. But Lille, Lille are killing it. They opened up four points as PSG uh, lost to Monaco. Um, if they can keep this up, I don't. Uh, let me check real quick if they have. A, I don't know if they have a direct game against PSG left. Let's see. They play Monaco. They play PSG. They play. Yeah, they do. They do Lille in April as well. So they play like the top four teams. But they're look they're looking really good if they can keep this up. That's a bad start they, for Pochettino. They no longer <laughs> have the Europa League to worry about because <laughs> they just got knocked out today <laughs> by Ajax. But <laughs> more more focus for the league. The PSG are going to be really stressed about the Champions League. Yeah, I think I think so, that's why they got Poch is like just to push them towards Champions League. And if they win the league, they win the league. And that's really it. You know, I, I think that's. That's all they really want. So I think PSG will probably hang out in the top like three, but they won't push for. Yeah, we'll see. Because Lyon, Lyon's having a killer season yeah, too. Lyon's having a really good season. They won to. My, even won. Monaco's catching up. Yeah, we'll Monaco's catching up. up. Lens somehow. Everyone else is yeah. miles behind though. <laughs> Very far. Marseille, behind. man. That's how the league works, bro. Yeah, Marseille just. <laughs> But there are some genuinely teams that like have been really good the past couple of years, like just doing like Nice, yeah, Strasbourg, Saint Etienne, yeah. all on the bottom half of the table. Yeah, Nah, Nice had that one year that they were really good, and then since then they've been like kind of good, but they weren't great. They they have the two the two pos, the two youngins of Saliba and Todibo as their back line now, 
and they've been working well together. Even though yep. they've been like losing, they've been playing well with each other and stuff. So hopefully that turns into something. I wonder if they take videos of themselves. You know, I, I, mean, I just that, confused. That's, that's obvious. They definitely do. Yeah, I guess it's the new Nice way. Yeah, <laughs> it's exciting to see if uh, another French team other than Monaco can snatch a league win away from PSG. True. Yeah. I'd yeah. be I'd be happy with Lyon or Lille, although I have my preference to be Lyon because of Mr. Paqueta, who has been turning it up as soon as he left that garbage can named Milan. True. I don't care. I just turned my volume <laughs> all the way down when I heard John talk, start talking about Paqueta. I'd be happy if they if they stad their rims one the league one. I just don't like it when a team wins every single year. No. Hey, at least it's not as bad as the Bundesliga. You know, or, Monaco did or, win like two years or ago. Or the Serie A. <laughs> yeah. But yo, fingers crossed. A on the I know. I, I I want AC Milan to win, but Inter Milan winning is still better than Juve winning in my book. <laughs> I don't know if Liam feels the same way, but I I do not need Juve winning another. Trophy. Liam definitely doesn't feel the same way. But for everybody say, else that isn't a big AC Milan fan, having Juve not, not win is glorious. Yeah, Inter's also been kicking their butt this year too, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, they have. I don't think. Liam I mean, wants it's them to it's two one. They have Milan won the first match. They have two losses. Yes, so. but this last one, they were – I mean, it could have been way worse than it was. Yeah, they were, it was a tough form. game. They were dominant, yeah, in that game. Milan's had a lot game. of changes. Inter's been with the same team for a while now, and they are – like, like Vidal is new. Lukaku is just – no, 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 no. What do you mean? They got a lot of new guys. From the, new. I'm talking about Milan just signed people who just started playing like two weeks ago. <laughs> Nate started that match. Yeah, like oh, Inter Milan had the same team starting like the entire season. I, I think of them right now as like Lukaku running in a straight line. Yeah, he's a tank. He's just and that Lukaku Martinez connection. But if someone is trips dynamite. up his leg, yeah, they, they, that man's they, going crashing. They understand each other so well. They really, really yeah. do. Yeah. When Lukaku gets the ball, he looks for Martinez. When Martinez gets the ball, he looks for Lukaku. It's one and the I same. Love, and love and they play differently, too. Yeah, Lukaku's hold run, up yeah. strong. Martinez is fast, dribble. It's a yeah. great combination. They, they, they got just it. Know, uh, they just know where Inter. each other's going to be as well and everything like that. Exactly. Yeah. And they look I, for each other. They're not selfish. They like each other. They want yeah. each other to do well. It's a great partnership. No, yeah, exactly. Hopefully one of them take over Ronaldo because one of them definitely deserved that top goal scorer. Yeah, true. Over him, we'll see, you know, Ronaldo's just in an, on another universe right now. Yeah, here just, he is. Just him and McKenny just dragging Juve, <laughs> dragging Juve. <laughs> McKenny, I love McKenny. Can't wait for his Carnival. Uh, cl- uh, if they card. do, they didn't do a Carnival last year. Oh, they didn't. They better do it this year. They didn't do it. Yeah, they decided to do a bunch of other weird promos. All right, let's let's Allen. All right, let's go into La Liga now, um, where the race is, is getting closer and closer. Atletico Madrid, uh, two 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 games in a row against Levante against the same team. They they I like lost, that. I like lost that. Lost four points. No, five points. Yeah, lost in a draw. Yeah, and they played both. Did they play both of their um, extra matches? No. So Atletico still have a yeah. game in hand, and Real Madrid are three points behind. But there's a lot of season left, and Atletico needs to. And Atletico and Real play each other. So... They've been slacking. Yep. They're slacking. They're lo- like they lost against Chelsea in the Champions League, which is good. You know, I'm happy with what they're doing now. I'm really upset with what's going on in the Champions League, though, I have to say. It's really unfair that Atletico's home game had to be played at a neutral venue. And now UEFA is saying, and and the the, the other leg was supposed to be in a neutral venue as well. UEFA said, no, Chelsea can play at Sanford Bridge. That is completely unfair. Yeah. Right? Like, Chelsea got an away goal, but not like barely. Like both teams are playing away, but Chelsea gets the advantage of the away goal, and they get to play home. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't think it makes any difference, though. It does. You're crazy. Of course it does. It does. Why does it matter? Playing at home is a huge advantage. Yeah. It's your field. You know how to play on your field. You know all the like. Yeah. You're more comfortable at home. You're not in a hotel. You're at home. Yeah. You know that kind of stuff. You know your professional soccer plays. If there's no fans. Well, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It, it makes a deal. It that's not, a, that's a fair point, though, Abdul. He's right. These guys are uh, professional soccer it, players. They it, get it, paid it, hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, 
still they, makes a difference. They do, but it's still, it changes things from going from your house to your, like, no jet lag, no nothing. Like, you don't have to travel. Oh, abs- absolutely. You don't have to go nowhere. You don't that, have to do that nothing. That is through the travel. You, the you, travel you, is you, you, get, you get in your car, you drive You drive over the training ground, you put on your boots, and you're ready to go. You're strapped in. You know your stadium. It, it took Atletico longer to get to the state to, to the stadium than it took Chelsea. Yeah. And Atletico was the quote-unquote home team. I just thought it was unfair. But you know, fair, fair oh, way. Anyway, I'm sorry, I missed, I missed this. What happened with that? Well, Liam, it's happened everywhere with a lot with because a lot of, of European countries, a lot because of England, with the new strain being heavily in England. The the a lot of the English teams couldn't play because other European countries had travel bans. So Arsenal had to play in Greece, and then in, uh, we played in Greece, and we played in Italy. Oh, um, and one of those was your home. Yeah, one of, quotation today, marks today match. Was, Greece today was, was our the home. home game. Yeah, today was our home game in in Athens, and last week was our home ga- was our away game in in Rome. Is that only for English teams? It's it's been a lot of England, English, and German teams because the German teams can't play each other because can't play each, people out like in England at least because of travel bans yeah. and stuff like that so a lot of them have teams to, can't go into well, Germany exactly yeah teams can't go into Germany so they have to go elsewhere but it's pretty funny because uh, I forget there was one where it was like a, they couldn't play in Germany or England but they're going to go play in Italy but an Italian team is going to go play in Germany and it made like no sense but like a lot of this had to happen because of, of COVID and stuff like that but but no yeah it's maybe maybe it's looked keep... at maybe it's looked at by city. Well, it's it's just based on which or venue state? is it's which venue is free. We played at right. Olympiakos' stadium today because Olympiakos was away and played in um, Amsterdam in in Netherlands. And last week we played in Ro- Roma Stadium because Roma was away, but we couldn't play there again because Roma was home this time. So we had to just bounce to whichever stadium was free at the time. But it's right, true right, because. Right. That's definitely yeah, annoying. Because the players do get paid a bunch, and they obviously they, they should be able to play and get ready anywhere. But it's just the feeling of you knowing your pitch, you being able to like understand how how to play, how the bounces work and stuff like that. You know, it's just mm, for sure, uh, for like, sure. I know the grass well and stuff like that. It's There's just a, it's just a huge huge big difference in in how to feel in the game and how to how to play in the game as well. It's just a big difference and stuff like that. But a lot of another teams had to thing that. Around. You know, it, it might not be as apparent watching European games, but this this does make an impact. I'm using NYCFC as an extreme example. Yankee Stadium is like one of the smallest fields you're allowed to professionally play on. Mm-hmm. Their home record is excellent because yeah. those players know exactly what to do on that shorter field. Yeah. Right. And you'll see the same thing throughout Europe. Like some teams, some fields are wider than others. Some fields are shorter. Some, you know, that, that all this mm-hmm. stuff plays into, and you're playing like, 30, 40 games a season in that stadium, you know all the ins and outs. So it does and we know that from the episode where we talked about the basics of soccer. Some fields are bigger. Yes, we know this. Yes, yes. Well done, John. <laughs> Going back to that episode. Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, John learned a few things. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. John um, was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Centering <laughs> back on La Liga, though. So Atletico Madrid, a game in hand still. Three points above Real. Five points above Barca. So Barca and Real are getting closer and closer to Atletico. Messi is going on a tear in the league. Yeah. <laughs> He's been really Bro. killing uh, it in the league. Um, him uh, him and know. Ronaldo are tied on league goals, 18 apiece. We'll see how it progresses. Real Real's yeah. probably playing the most promising uh, yeah, soccer but with right the injuries, now. With the injuries, yeah, bro, the injuries I don't are tough, yeah, the injuries Benzema's are out rough. for a few weeks. They literally have, yeah, nine, Ramos, they have yeah. nine injuries to their team. To, and they're all yeah. first-player teams. They're not like... Yeah, all first team. Bro, like or, our choice of subs were literally twenty year olds. Yeah, that was our choice of subs against Atalanta. <laughs> twenty year olds that I've never heard of. Hey, future <laughs> future stars next year, baby. You know, future stars next year. Let's see what happens. You got your next game is against Sociedad. It's not. It's Sociedad, Atletico Madrid, right after. Two. Yeah, the Atletico game, game is gonna so. be tough. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is there is there an international break anytime soon? No, right? March. I don't like deep. I think it's like mid March. Damn, I was hoping for you know from some recovery time like before we play Atletico. Because if we tie Atletico or beat Actually, them, that would be huge. Yeah, that would be huge. Also, Atletico, I don't know. This Watching them against too. Chelsea was really upsetting. 
Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 lost. they, they played really defensively, like very defensively. Right. I'm like, as, as I, I've never been much of a tactics guy, but I've been delving more and more into the tactics world. Maybe it's just me and my personality, but I'm starting to really despise the way a lot of teams play. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, there's no way to Like, who? I don't know. Well, dude, athletic. Like, I hate I, it. Was, I wanted to. I hate athletic. I'm not going to say what I wanted to do to myself. But <laughs> oh my watching God. that game versus Chelsea was, was painful. Uh, <laughs> I know I know that feeling. Man. I hate that feeling. No, bro. They play like that against every big team, bro. Honestly, they, that's how they play. I know, but I, I always so picture it being like some exciting counterattacking, at least, at the very least. But offensively, it's like they had no teeth. Right. It was, and they've got Luis Suarez on the field with 16 goals this season. Suarez isn't really beefing, a bro. He's not. Really that's fair. Tweet he turns up when they go. when Atletico takes control of the games and they can feed him in the box. Yeah. But it's looking. I, it's looking yeah. Yo, I gotta say, Madrid really upset me yesterday. Yeah. Really upsetting. No, it's show. embarrassing. Man down with the talent on the field to not be able to break down that Atlanta. I don't know, bro. They can't, bro. They had no. We usually like to cross. Just unob- unobjective. But you guys weren't even doing that. I know, I know that you don't have we Benzema. Had no one. We, bro, we had but Isco as a striker. It was better than whatever eight. you. That, that's still better than what you guys were doing. Like you were passing the ball around yeah. to lose it, to win the ball back, to pass it around to lose it. Like it was. Give Atlanta credit. They're a good team. Unob- I. Yes, I agree with what Liam's saying. They're not better than Madrid, though. It was just the fact that they were a man down and Madrid was not using... Yeah, that sucks. I got to admit, they're not, they're, they're not better. When they, you bro, have they were more... defending. All 10 players were behind their 20-yard box. You know, no one, Liam said they're a good team. They didn't say they're better. But I'm saying, no, like, if you're playing, if you're playing a 10-man team, you got to use the space. There's Space opens up, even if they're parking the bus. So, oh, they're, in, they're in fifth right now. They're a point off of... That's uh, not bad. They're holding their own, bro. No, Especially they that they're one of the, one of the better players. teams in Italy. They are. They yeah. let go of their best the players. Well. Um, when 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 Atalanta got that red card, I knew the game was over. I got to be honest. I hate seeing that. that. Well, I still yeah. had a feeling like right at now. At the same I time, it's just like team too much. The, t- the tie is still wide open, though. I still what Zapata and Muriel can do no, I don't from think nothing so. still scares me. I don't think so. They have time. Most of their players are coming back in like the second, uh, the first week of March. Right, but we've seen we've seen a fully decked out Madrid still lose to teams that aren't as good as them. No, I know, but so I'm it saying, wouldn't surprise me they, if they, they they might even have Ramos back during that for that game as well. The Pata so Murillo. They have them. turn up. Valverde is going to be back. Benzema's back this week. Benzema's the sure. crucial one right here because ben, they they back. he he had a knock. He was supposed to. He was going to. They were going to consider playing him against Atalanta, but they just didn't want to push him and get him injured more. So, But he'll be back for... One of Madrid's best game. shooter is a left back. Uh, it says a lot about... <laughs> and what happened to Ilicic? He Comes on as a sub and then gets taken off? Out of form. And, yeah, uh, no, bro, he's really stuck. bad. He came in. No, he didn't even get injured, I don't think. He just came in, touched the ball a couple of times, made bad, mis- um, bad passes, and then left. That's just unacceptable, especially since he's been playing really well since before that game. I mean, also, I yeah. think it could have been more of like a, you know, nearing the end of the game, it's nil-nil. Um, no, you don't was, want Real was, to get the away was, goal. They one, probably put in another defender, and he's yeah. an attacker. It was so it probably one, was just a shore up for the last couple of minutes. Illich just came in after the red card. Yeah. Oh, he, he came, no, he came in after the goal. He came in oh. right after the goal. Oh, no. He came out oh, after yeah. the goal, you're saying. He came no. out after, yeah. He it, came on. No, sub. no. He, he came because off people were complaining about this. He <sighs> came He came off right before the goal. He came off because and people of were complaining. He got hurt. People were complaining. Why do you, why would you, this is something that keeps happening apparently, according to Reddit. Uh, teams make, <laughs> defending teams making substitutions on a corner and then getting scored on on that corner because the new players are still getting into their position and it just leaves holes. Um, <laughs> So, no, yeah, he got he got injured. Apparently, he he gotcha. took a knock and they had to take him off. That was quick. And he's old as hell. What is he? Thirty five? Thirty six? Thirty four? I think Illicic. Is he not? I think old? I heard thirty five. Yeah, he he's pretty old. Yeah, he is. He's thirty three. Yeah, thirty three. Oh, yeah, he's okay. thirty three. Well, all right. He needs some milk. All right, John. Let's get into the real exciting stuff that everyone let's, cares let's about. about. All right, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> let's talk about the. I want to start. I want to start the with the MLS world. real quick, just to discuss a few notable signings. 
Um, Pato. Pato to Orlando City. Uh, don't think he's going to do any good, but <laughs> I hope he proves me wrong. Kaká's going to give him a call. A lot, of the, a lot of the better MLS young players have been loaned out to Europe, mostly championship teams like Swansea and uh, Barnsley. And no one knows if they're coming back. Like, you know, those teams might just purchase those players. So I'm really curious. Like, we might have been MLS with uh, some, you know, not as much talent this season because a lot of the promising youth got loaned. That's good. That's what you want to see, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. For me, are they Americans? For me, at least. Yeah, but yeah, Jordan Morris went to Swansea. Liam. Jordan Morris is fine, right? He's been in the league for a while, but like Daryl DK Liam, is at Orlando the, City. The he just got drafted. With it, it's good for the young Americans, but it's also terrible for the MLS because there goes their viewership, there goes their ticket sales, there goes their young promising talent yes. that they have on the team. I don't think it'll affect ticket sales as much. It's just annoying with, not to see. I want to see like but younger it, players play a little bit longer. Than just one season. Like, Daryl DK got drafted. He's a monster. He's like an American Lukaku. <laughs> He's a monster. He went to Barnsley. He's been killing it for Barnsley. Nice. And yeah. if he gets signed, it's like, it's cool that he goes to Europe. But it's just sad that we don't get to see him do a full, like, two seasons of MLS. Hey, speaking yeah. of... But then, you know what happened? Sorry, Abdul, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Mine wasn't that important. Go but for it. to go on that, John, you know what happens if they stay in the MLS, though? People will talk them down and say, oh, you can do this, this, and that in the MLS because the MLS is such a, p- a pathetic league that all the MLS no, That's not that's true. Not hey, true I mean, though, so many that's players what people are say. I see that on Facebook all no, the time. No, but there's, there's way more than enough examples to prove that wrong, right? Jack yeah. Harrison spent several seasons here before he went on to Leeds, and now he's genuinely a a well-above-average player in the Premier League. Uh, Alfonso Davies spent like two, three years here. Best left-back in the world, arguably. Thank you. Um, There's a lot of... uh, Those are great points, but I think think most people don't realize that. So I'm glad you're saying that, but I think there's still a lot of MLS haters just because retirement league, I still hear that all the time, bro. You know? Let's still reti- yo, retirement shocking. League. I'm so not over the signing. Retirement league. Yeah, Pato's a bad I example. Uh, I guess he does not do well for the league. But well, he's um, only 30, though. Retirement. So Sao Paulo, Arsenal. So there was this player Brenner, striker for Sao Paulo. I think he's like 21, maybe. Doing great in the league. Over 10 goals, over like 30 goals for the season as a whole. Not just in the league, across all competitions. Doing really good. Ajax were in for him. Arsenal were in for him. FC Cincinnati bought him. So that that's like a if, – if the MLS can start pulling in, and they've already done a good job of pulling in good like Argentinian talent, Uruguayan yeah, talent that are young before the, they make the jump to Europe. They pulled in the right mid, uh, Caicedo from yeah. Deportivo, yeah. Brian Rodriguez, I don't know. He's was like a really – he's like a highly touted uh, – Uruguayan international, you saw um, Miguel Almiron, like 21, go to Atlanta. Like So I like this idea of, you know, South Americans going to the MLS, having a good two seasons, and then jumping to Europe. Like it's nicer than just, uh, you know, a quick one retirement league. It's more of like a, you know, uh, for sure. like a league level, uh, for, you know, Eredivisie level, Portuguese league level. Leagues. So... I would like the MLS to be the MLS is trying to move up into that echelon. I would love that. Yep. Now for the true excitement. Today is the last round of the Brazilian League. Um, I'm going to get the boring stuff out of the way. Flamengo are in first if they win their champions. If they don't win and the second-place team wins, the second-place team are champions. And both of them are playing today, right? Both at the same time. Because there's this rule for most leagues. The last round, always has to, all the games have to be at the exact same time to avoid like match fixing. Yeah. Like You can never know what the results of the other games are going to be when you're playing your last match. You're just playing for you. Because there's been a lot of like anecdotes of the past where, like, if... I don't know. It's just... If, if you depend on other results and you know those results, you're going to play differently. Yep. And there's been like match fixing. And it's stuff. like it's so, like, like when the Man City Man U when Aguero scored that last minute goal. Man, Man U had Aguero. Yeah. Aguero. Exactly. They had no idea what was going to happen, so they played their best to win. And Man City said, "We're going to one up you." Balotelli, what an assist! 
a big reason yeah, also i think it was a world cup game this is also the same reason that i'm telling you guys the reason why the world cup final group stage game is always at the same time for each group because there was uh i don't know when it was i think it was maybe in the 70s or the 80s i think it was the 80s so argentina it was basically something where all the games were played and then argentina had to play like peru and if Argentina needed to win by six goals to go through to the next phase, mm-hmm. and they knew that, and they went through by six goals, and there was like a whole thing about match fixing, and like um, we, Peru sold the game, allowed the six goals that they needed to. You know, if you're in the game, you don't know how many you actually need, or to, to an extent. Anyway, here's the real sick story of the day that's totally going to happen. And uh, if you can illegally stream it, Vasco, Botafogo got relegated. That's a top team. Or like historically big team. Think of it like uh, Arsenal. Disclaimer: yeah, like Arsenal we don't getting relegated. Illegal activities. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Botafogo got relegated, and now Vasco, Vasco are in the last relegation spot. Now they're three points off the next team up, but they're negative twelve on goal differential. So. The memes about Vasco scoring, and they they play like the last place team, also. So Vasco play a really bad team. They're really bad themselves. But I think there's like a very very like a point zero 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 one percent chance that their score combined with the score of the the other team's game can maybe result in a goal differential going their way. I'm really hoping it happens. Like I want Vasco to be relegated, but also if they turn over a twelve goal deficit. That I mean, would be. Fluminense could have themselves. Bro, imagine, bro. Thirteen goals like in one game. Thirteen zero. No, but so people more realistically, it'll be like Fluminense win their game against uh, the team that's twelve goals ahead by like five. Like Fluminense go five nil. Vasco only need to score seven. seven. Or no, they don't need. They only need the twelve. Like they, the Vasco only need to score. No, that's seven. Yeah, five. I'm bad, bad at math. You know. But any mixture, you know, six six nil six nil, five nil seven nil, eight nil four nil. You never know. <laughs> I'm gonna be watching the Flamengo game, but I'm gonna see if I can get like a second laptop to put the Bosco game on just for the memes. Because I know, yo, if they score early, I know people are gonna be like, "It's gonna happen." <laughs> That's all I'm really hyped for. <laughs> no one else is really playing for anything. It's just the first two teams and then Bosco. And then this ups- it upsets me that the games are at the same time because of this. Because I wanted to watch it all. Just get It'll. a big TV, John, and buy all the channels so you can have all, every game playing. How can you even match fix during a time like this? Technology being so high. And, well, you know. it's easy. It's called money. You offer the referee some money or you offer the organization some money and then they... Yeah, but you can't you, you see that they're match fixing? Can the people do something about it? How would you see? If, somebody, the if there's like a whistleblower... Right. If a game looks like it's match fixing, that's not proof that it's match fixing. It just looks like it is. You have to prove it. And then that, all they have to do is just deny. And anyone who's match fixing is like clearly doing it intelligently. Yeah. I mean, someone, someone powerful enough could gather evidence and just sue the club. <laughs> I mean, obviously, but it's those people who are powerful enough that are match fixing. Yeah, yeah. Match like you're not. Right. It's they're betting and on the it's, side. It's not and, like yeah. a. It's not like a fan with a hundred dollar bill sitting outside the referee house. Like, no, yeah. Here. If a team, if a Help. team is agreed to like, just give up a game, like just play like shit, let the other team like run them over, like they're going to all those players are getting paid very well yep. for that to happen. Yep. You could pay me like it has, that, and, and it has to be I like to a small club. There, there, there won't be match fixing in the Brazilian league. None of those teams have enough money. Vasco, Vasco can't even pay their players on time, let alone try to buy <laughs> Jeez, a twelve mil so game. Sad, yeah, yeah, those players aren't. It's yeah, they're just playing it for fun right now. Yo, they they haven't been paid in like three months or something. That's a that's wow. a common in Brazil. It's very common in Brazil for teams not to have enough money to pay their players. <laughs> um, Flamengo's like the Flamengo is one of the few teams that doesn't have that issue. It's a fantastic Thank league. Yeah. Yo, it's the most exciting league. Very few <laughs> leagues go till the last day. Fair enough. It's the last day. That might happen with Serie A. Some teams pay their players $1,000 a week. We'll see. We'll see. We'll We'll see. see. There's still a lot to play. I think that's all I got. Oh, New York Red Bull signed a Brazilian striker, Fabio. No one knows who he is. Shout out random Brazilian striker Uh, named Fabio. Going to be the new Bradley Red Phillips. We got rid of 
Tim Parker. So yeah, I saw. More holes but we signed defense. like a, a uh, Colombian defender, St. John Reyes or something. John, gone. gone. When is the MLS? Long isn't gone. Play? We didn't sell him. No, Tim Parker is a, is a St. John's alumni. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So <laughs> when is the MLS yeah. starting? Parker went to Austin. Uh, I don't know, Abdul. MLS starts in like a few weeks, Abdul. Oh. No, it might be April, May. April. April or 17, May. April 17th, so a few weeks. Just add like six or seven. I'm curious to see how the season's going to pan out. Yeah, we'll see. Kaku, Kaku like announced that he left the Red Bulls and like did like a full like with the jersey of his new – like it was like an Arabic team, jersey with the team. The team was posting all over their social media about it. MLS drops like a – because in the MLS, you don't contract with the club. You're like a contr- – you work for the MLS. You don't work for your club. Yeah. So your contract's with the league. And so the MLS released a statement like Kaku is not – you know, his agreement is still intact. We understand he's been posting all this, but he is not free from his contract. <laughs> and his his I, his account's on private because I unfollowed him as soon as he posted. And then I have no idea what's going on there. So He's, he's probably heated. A lot of drama. He's like, man, I could be making so much more money. Yeah, they, they have to have offered him a, an abundance. Of, yeah. I mean, but why wouldn't they just pay the fee the MLS wants to let him go then? I don't know, because the MLS are weird. Yeah, that's all. All right, I'm just gonna run through these last couple of games real fast, or the results of the Europa League past Europa week. Champions League. Yeah, Champions League. You had the MLS. Bayern destroyed Lazio four nil, four one away. So they have four away goals going into their home match. So I, I expect Bayern to win hefty uh, against Lazio in the next two. Two weeks, three weeks, two weeks, two and a half weeks. Yeah, Lazio is um, considered as a uh, Premier yeah, League team for yeah, Bayern Munich. They're going home. <laughs> Chelsea beat Atletico Madrid away, so big away goal for them. Um, they play in another two weeks again, I guess. I'm not too sure what the exact number is, but yeah, play. I don't think they're taking a week break. I mean, well, they are next week, but they are. It's usually like, like next, every next, two, every three weeks, is March right? Seventeenth, so. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how they do. Um, Man City beat Montenegrlapak two 0 away from away as well. So that's a big that's a big game for them. They looked really good. Played really well. Cancelo played out of his mind. Um, they look like they're ready to make a deep push again for this Champions League this year. And then Real Madrid beat Atalanta because at uh, Ferland Mendy's. The best left back in the world, arguably. Agreed. Best left back in the world. Yeah, arguably. Best left back in the world. Arguably. I don't know about that one. Um, I'm curious bro. as to Liam. I don't know, like, because I know you're saying because you think Hernandez, but like, no, not. not even close. Definitely yes. Definitely. <laughs> definitely <laughs> close. If you were a Liverpool fan talking about Robertson, maybe you'd have an argument. Mm-mm. You don't got much of an argument. Right I definitely do, bro. Teo Hernandez is 22, playing his second season at Milan, is the third top goal scorer and was the second top goal scorer Alfonso last season at left Davies back? just won the Champions League. All right, with Bayern Munich, a team who's been established for the last six years. Come on now. He comes Actually, into a Milan who's rebuilding from the bottom and slots in well, perfectly. it's bro. not only they've been established, they also won Big every players single, win trophies. They won every single trophy. Get that face out that camera. Which is God. the... Third, second time that's been done ever. So, I don't know. That's that. That means something. That only, oh, you should watch Davies play. Barca he is. O, o nah, is Davies, Davies is ridiculous. Master class of a left yeah. back. You can make an argument for Hernandez is like top five. I'll, I'll, I can't I'll think close. Yeah, my top five. Uh, I think the competition right now between best is him and him and him and Robertson. And Mendy. Whoa, whoa, you said Robertson. Yeah, Roberts. No, Robertson and. Davies are fighting for the top spot. I, Mendy is not a part of the conversation. I don't know he's where you think he's, he's, he's top five. Men, Mendy will be the best left back. After Maybe one day. Mendy has not shown that he is. Sure. Like Hernandez is killing it. Having a phenomenal season deserves to be in the conversation for top five. Mendy I just scored Davies, a goal last I week. I say That's Davies it. and Hernandez fighting for the top spot for sure. No. But I'm putting I would agree with him. Davies and Robertson. 
Yeah, it's Robertson. Andy Robertson. Why would Let's see what Robertson he does for Scotland before you talk to him as a best left back in the world, all right? You've got to compare players. What do you mean look at his team and not doing anything? Their teams. Robertson had like 13 assists as a left back last season. What? Like, we're what? Talking about this, well, no, we're talking about this season, though. No, last season counts still. We're talking about last season. Last season was literally like freaking a month ago. All right, I mean, all right, look at Hernandez then. Facts. Right, his stats are crazy. Scoring winning goals. Scoring winning then, goals. That's then, a fact. And then if you look at Davies, come on now. Won everything. We're talking about, six, yes, we're months. talking about the last two Champions League winning left backs um, who are producing good numbers. Hernandez is not winning anything, but he's producing phenomenal numbers. Better than the mm-hmm. other two. Eh, mm-hmm. Maybe not better than Robertson and assists. But definitely killing him in goals. Mendy... No, no, no. Mendy, he's good. I don't, forget he's, I don't think he's in the combo. My new argument, I feel like Hernandez and Davies are fighting for the number one spot with... I um, think Robertson is still up Leon, there. How, Robertson how, has how number three. Speaking of Robertson Robertson's number one hater, that. he's still up there. Because I hate him, Robertson. I think he's the biggest little shit. <laughs> Dude, Listen, he, he does what he needs to do for his I team. When I watch him play, I get so... He's such an, such a jerk. Always talking his mouth, his like yo. Yeah, always yeah. chatting, but he's always chatting. Yeah. You're small. You're a I small man. Like, You're a wee lad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Liam. What, what is he? He's Irish, and when right? he plays I for Scotland, he's Irish. trash. He's so bad for Scotland. That's why. That's why I said like five minutes ago, bro. He needs to up his performances for Scotland. He's so bad for Scotland. I love how you said that, but Mr. Teo Hernandez can't even get in the French team. He should he, be though. He, he, he should, should be who's, though. Who's starting for France at left back right now? Mendy, recently, uh, recently, recently. No, um, it's not. Is so Mendy even being called up? Teo would be so nice in that French team. Imagine um, the two Hernandezes at left back and center back. That would be so spicy. Lucas yeah. Hernandez is not their starting center back though. But he, he could be. That's what I'm saying. He he wouldn't though. That's the thing. You guys don't a like a lot of people. Lucas Hernandez. Right he's now. a Bayern Munich. He's at Bayern Munich. He's a two Champions League winner. All that stuff. He's a Bayern Munich bench warmer. He's a Bayern Munich bench warmer. No, Upa is coming to take his job. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, there's a lot of French defenders Upa's ahead of, ahead of Lucas saying, right now. Hello, there's so many Yo. amazing French players. Who's your left back now? So last when we played Sweden four two, it was Lucas. Portugal was Lucas. <laughs> Lucas, he's, he's so much better than his brother, though. There's no reason here, why like Leo should not be called up over Lucas. Dinye. Are they, are they like Finland. blood, blood, D- is a good mom, blood, bro, yeah. yeah. Same mom, same dad. Oh, my God. As really far as I know, yeah. Luke, Dude, they Luke, might be Luke, They don't look alike. They are. They, are they look OD similar, bro. They really Aren't do they look very similar, and they're blood brothers, yes. 100%. Facts. They look super similar. I'd be surprised if they didn't know, have the same parents. Abdul. You, I one of them believe. is a pretty boy. The other one is. Mm, have you looked pause. at Lucas Hernandez, bro? They look mm-hmm. the same, they, except yeah, Lucas is just like have bigger. The same facial structure. Lucas looks more handsome. Yeah, they have the exact Theo's two years younger structure. They're literally they look the exact same. Anyway, um, it's been Lucas Hernandez playing our left back mainly in the big games, at least. Theo Theo should be playing. That's wild. How you pick a center back and play your left back while you have two world class um left backs sitting out there? Because yeah, we're. In, that left back won us a World Cup. Was he starting for you guys in the World Cup? Yes. All right, relax with that World Cup. Starting left back. Forget about it. That was three years ago. Right? Teo told him everything he knows at left back, clearly. I don't think that's true. I'm he talking about like, Pavard. Clearly. Like, Pavard is so weird to me. Yeah. Like, he plays right back, but he's slow. Yeah, and like, he, he put in the work Because, in the John, World Cup. guess what? He's a center back. So why, yo? But they, they, they. Everyone plays him at right back. But he's also, a he plays. Back he plays really good for France. Yeah, I do I not know. think he plays well for France. No, that's no, where France don't know. He plays really good for France. Right he back. plays incredible for France. I don't know anything about fullbacks. What do you mean France doesn't know anything about fullbacks? We clearly do. France are stacked back. on the left back. They play center back, so right back is tough. It's tough. <laughs> yeah, because who was Ferland Mendy before he joined Real Madrid like a year and a half ago? Well, he was he was nothing, right, of course. Exactly. My team left back, but yeah, what team? He was on like a team, though. No, he, he was on a French team. He had like a really nice card in FIFA. Oh no! Didn't the guy from PSG, or... what's his name, played left back for you guys for a little while? No, nope. He never got called up. Kurzawa? Kurzawa no. played like some he's games. He wasn't like a up, but he did, he again, undisputed starter. Left back has been Lucas Hernandez. 
Oh, he played for Lyon. Yeah. Uh, no one. Damn, John, and you're you're shitting on uh, your favorite team. Yeah, Paqueta. Wow. I love Leon. I mean, I'm not shitting on Furlan Mandy. I'm just not saying he's top five right now. He's a good left back. He's got a lot of potential. This guy has never liked Madrid. How is he ever? Yeah, John. Well, John hates him because of you. Bro. Every time, every time. I don't hate Mendy. When have I ever Madrid said I hate Mendy? I fu- I will fully admit I despise Madrid only because of Abdul. I yeah. will admit that. Yeah. Why? Why do you hate that. me so much? What do you mean? <laughs> I, you're so annoying. <laughs> I said, why do you hate how me? How am I annoying? <laughs> I love how he said bro, it. Bro, you why don't do you know how to not so talk. You, you're literally, you just spew shit out of your mouth. Is this still being recorded? Can we yes. end this before I go off on Abdul? All right. <laughs> go off. Go off. Go off. Okay. Bro. Alright, let's all say goodnight then. Alright, <laughs> apologies for all the cursing. Real Madrid sucks. <laughs> That's the man that supports every single team in every league. Shut your ass up. I have one team. What is what are you on? Oh, Flamingo. Oh wait, you know what? Let me be a Lille fan too. Oh, you know what? Let me suck Barcelona off. <laughs> I'm dead. That's mad funny. Oh, wait, hold Yo, on. ninth grade of high school, dude. John Brito told me that Flamengo had the biggest fan base in every out of every soccer club. I'll never forget. But that's Guys. What I should have said, biggest fan base in your own country. Because, like, Man United be having all those Chinese fans. Real Madrid be having all those Chinese fans. Just China China as a whole. Yeah, Indians. Whole continent of Africa supports, like, Man United or Real Madrid or Barcelona. That is true. So it's just not fair. Flamengo has. I think Man U does have the, the biggest fan base around the world. Yeah, no, you count all these international fans. If think, you don't yeah, count international fans, do, Flamengo man. has 50 million fans. That's more than the population of most of the European countries. Agreed, John. Now, I'd like to say thank you to all of the listeners and everybody coming in every week and listening and enjoying the podcast. We love having you listen. We love doing this for you guys. And we'll see you next week for another episode. Thank you very much and have a great day.